0: listening to 30-Minute Expert. I'm Katie.
1: And I'm Zach.
0: Every episode, I challenge Zach to become an expert on a totally random topic.
1: And if that's not hard enough, I only have 30 minutes to do it.
0: We want to prove that no matter who you are...
1: Or how much education you have...
0: With a little help from the internet...
1: Anyone can become an expert on any topic in the world. Can I just say that it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas?
0: It really is. Well, honestly, it's not really here. We live in Los Angeles, and it looks the same all the time. But... There's decorations.
1: Yeah, yeah, you kind of see it in stores, but you're right; it doesn't look a lot like Christmas.
0: If you go to the Grove, it does.
1: That's true. Which is an outdoor shopping mall for those of you who don't uh, live in Los Angeles, (laughs) which I would imagine is most of our listeners.
0: Yeah, most of you.
1: Um, but yeah, decorations are up at every, just about every store, every city. You know, they put the wrap lights around the street poles and stuff like that. And And snowflakes
0: hanging from the sky.
1: Yeah, just that it's actually crazy. <laughs> Out here in California, they just hover in midair from the sky. Yeah, I think it's, it's some great. sort of technology uh, thing. Mm-hmm. Any whoozle. You know where it probably always looks like Christmas? Where? And this is the topic for today's episode, by the way. I'm introducing it right now.
0: Okay, what, where?
1: The North Pole.
0: I thought you were going to say that. No way. Well, because, I don't know, Santa lives there and everything.
1: Is that true? Yes. Wow, okay, see, this is the type of information that I want you to blast us with after you uh learn all about the North Pole, just cool. what goes on there. How many elves are there? Like uh do they actually work 24 hours a day making toys? All
0: right, all right. Wait. Is this truly um Christmas centered or do you want to know about the facts of the North Pole?
1: Uh I mean, I I want to know about the real actual facts of the North Pole. Great. But then maybe you could tell us how that got uh, – how, how Santa Claus got tied to the North Pole. That okay. had to have started in like one spot and everyone just ran with it obviously. Yeah. Um, there's no f- factual
0: Why do I feel information
1: like... that ties him to the North Pole.
0: Why do I feel like I've studied this before? You've studied this before. Do you feel that way?
1: We did Antarctica.
0: Yeah, but that's the opposite. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why, though. That's a good...
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the opposite, but also probably like also the closest thing to the North Pole on yeah, Earth. Yeah,
0: and I think I did learn, because I think I did that one, and I learned about... I think you did, too. The North Pole, just because in some of the descriptions of Antarctica, the best way for them to describe it was to say how it was different from the North Pole. But yeah, this will be great.
1: Cool. And yeah, like you said, it's a Christmassy tie-in, so... Mm-hmm. Sprinkle as much of that in there as you would like. I'm uh, sure the people would love it.
0: I'm sure they will. I will do it.
1: Okay, cool. You got it? Yep. I trust you. Thank God there's not an actual fire in here because we do not have a fireplace.
0: (laughs) No, it's true. But it would be nice if we did. Love fireplaces.
1: Yeah, I I wish we did too.
0: Next house.
1: Okay. um,
0: (laughs) Are you wondering if I actually studied anything about the North Pole? I am,
1: yeah, beginning to wonder then.
0: Well, here's the thing. I did, but also, just FYI, heads up for everyone, uh... There wasn't a ton to say, so I covered what I could cover. Learned a little bit b- bit about Santa, and maybe that's going to be a wrap.
1: I think that sounds like exactly what I was hoping this episode would be.
0: All right, it's it's an interesting um, mixed bag of information because there's a lot of like heavy science, you know, mm-hmm. and then there's some history which involves drama, Ooh. and then there's Santa Claus. So it really it covers a lot, but I yeah, can't go right, too in depth on any of it really. Fair so, enough. So, all right. So, what is the North Pole? That, in and of itself, is a complicated question. First of all,
1: yeah, I don't really get the whole magnetic field thing.
0: Well, that is the problem. So there, there's well, there's there. It's multiple multiple issues. Number one, the geographic North Pole is different than the magnetic. North Pole. So the magnetic north pole has to do with the iron core of the Earth and where you know that is what's creating this magnetic field, and so the actual magnetic north pole and magnetic south pole aren't at the geographic poles. Are it's, they
1: close or are they like yeah, in a totally different spot?
0: Well, it uh, I wrote it down. It's like 400-some miles south of the geographic North Pole. Okay, so relatively close. close yes, yeah. yeah. I didn't know if you were going to be like, that's not close, or if it is close. No, that's exactly what really I was depended. thinking, <laughs> that they're in the
1: same general... I mean, I I didn't think you were going to be like, actually, the North and South Pole are on uh, North Korea and yeah. Chile. Right,
0: know. exactly. That would be crazy. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, So, but it's different. The geographic North Pole, what we're talking about is the northernmost point of the earth where the earth's axis of rotation meets the earth's surface so as we all hopefully know the earth rotates on an axis so it's not just like straight up and down all the time so we're talking about that axis so it
1: it's marked by a red and white striped pole
0: <laughs> yeah so
1: you'll know it when you see it
0: well all right so Let's get into it. So we're talking about the geographic North Pole. Right. Northernmost point, like I said, axis of rotation. Uh, This is called the true North Pole sometimes to distinguish it from the magnetic North Pole. It's diametrically opposed to the South Pole. Um, This I thought was fascinating. There's no time zone there.
1: Oh, that's weird.
0: Because time zones are delineated by lines of longitude. You know? Yeah. And there's no lines of longitude there.
1: Um, okay. It's so, all squished
0: into one point.
1: <laughs> so what? what is the time there? Is whatever there a time? you want
0: it to be. Literally everything I saw was like, if, it doesn't matter because no one is there. Because sure. it's totally an uninhabitable. But if you happen to be there, it was like, use whatever time you want. <laughs> so
1: does that mean that if you uh, did like a 10-mile loop around the North Pole? Or actually, I guess you wouldn't have to do more than a one-inch loop around the North Pole. Like, you're cutting through every time zone on Earth then, right? Yeah, Because exa- that's how they're yeah. divided. They all originate from the poles.
0: Exactly. Oh, yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was funny that they were like, just use whatever time zone you want. It's fine because there is none. So make yourself happy.
1: All right, cool. First fun fact.
0: Yeah. Um, second fun fact. I'm kind of starting with the fun facts, but second fun fact, there's no land at the North Pole. None. There's no land there. Is there
1: ice? Yes. Okay. That's what
0: there is. Ice. God willing there is ice there. But there's no
1: land. I think I I knew that one.
0: I think I may have known. I probably mentioned this in Antarctica. But the closest land is Kafaklubin Island off the (laughs) coast of Greenland and it's about 430 miles away from the North Pole.
1: I don't remember. Is there... There's land on... Yeah, Antarctica, Antarctica a continent? is Antarctica is That's land, yes. yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, you don't see any land. It's totally covered in snow and ice, right?
0: Yes. It's covered with snow and ice, but Except it's land.
1: Except the beaches are... I mean, we've seen those in movies and things like that, and they're stone. Like, they're, yeah, it's land. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the North Pole is just a floating continent of ice. Uh, not a continent.
0: It's not a continent. Yeah, yeah it's just floating ice. Um, and also, it's really interesting. So this is why, and I'm sure I mentioned this in Antarctica, the, Nor- the Arctic is much warmer than the Antarctic. And so thus the North Pole is much warmer than the South Pole because there's no land and it's just on water. And water is like a heat. A heater. Water retains heat, so uh-huh. it's actually much warmer um, at the North Pole than it ever is at the South Pole.
1: By how much? I mean, mm. obviously it's still freezing cold because the entire it, thing's made up of ice. So it's not like it's ever it so is warm that the cold. ice completely melts, obviously. No, but
0: in the... So during the winter, the North northern hemisphere's winter, the annual uh, mean temperature is minus 40 degrees Fahrenheit
1: I'm sorry North Pole yeah okay mm-hmm.
0: so it's in the winter which also happens to be minus 40 degrees Celsius uh, Interesting. and but in the summer the average temperature there is 32 degrees Fahrenheit freezing oh, wow. zero degrees Celsius which is like not that cold.
1: No, not that. I mean, that's the freezing point of water, Yeah, as I'm sure most people know. Um, But you think
0: of the North Pole, you're like, it's freezing there all the time. And I guess that is true. But like 32 degrees is 32 degrees in New York a lot of the time. Yeah,
1: yeah, sure. That that is surprising.
0: Yeah, I I thought so as well. I thought so as well. (laughs) Uh, So um, I
1: I wonder when people figured out that an- or I'm sorry, not Antarctica. Do- is there a name for the mass of ice where the North Pole lives?
0: No, because it's always shifting. It's just like the Arctic Ocean, the ice in it.
1: Okay. Never mind then. I'm sure uh, the question I had will probably be answered later on anyway and also it's kind of irrelevant. I was just going to say, I wonder when people realized that it wasn't a land mass and that it was just ice, that there was no land under it, but I think it wasn't even explored until semi-recently, so maybe people yeah. didn't even know it was there even before yeah, they went I there mean, people, semi-recently.
0: Yeah, it, it everything's relative, obviously. Sure. But um, they've known for a while, and we'll talk about that when we get into people uh, exploring, which we're about to get into. Um, one other thing, another fun fact that is just crazy when you think about it: at the North Pole, the sun rises. In March on the, equ- on the equinox and then it sets in September on the equinox.
1: That is so weird. Is it like, <laughs> so does it look like a sunrise and sunset here and then it just like appears over the horizon and slowly mm-hmm. moves Just until gets like
0: higher in the sky until the- uh,
1: August or, or and I guess it'd be earlier than that. Yeah, June.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then reaches its peak and then it just gets lower. That is so and weird. then it just sets and then no sun for a good while.
1: I have a real mental block about number one, understanding, and number two, even visualizing how the sun how the planets move around the sun and how sunlight hits Earth and when it spins in the different seasons. Like I just I, I th- just stick my finger out the window and see how warm it is. Like, I do not <laughs> understand
0: it is very, all of that stuff. And I'm sure if you see, like,
1: a 3D model, exactly. it's like it wouldn't take say. that long to, like, at least get a good mental picture of what it looks like and how it works. But, it would like, be
0: very understandable. If you could see a 3D, a well-done 3D which model. Which you
1: can, is my point. Exactly. Very easy to figure this stuff yeah. out. But, like, I – and I've looked at those things before. I just – like, it's never – like I said, I have, like, a mental block for – yeah. Getting a grasp on that. But
0: but you could, un- you know, it's not like it's hard to understand. Once you see it, it's like, oh, yeah, of course. Well, it's just facing away. So, of course, of course you can't see it.
1: I understand that. And my point is I have looked at <laughs> these things and it still is a, just flies over my head.
0: Uh, no worries. You're doing fine. Um, so if we remember from my Antarctica episode, uh, there is a permanent structure at the south pole and that was in that movie i was in where'd you go bernadette she was designing a, stru- a building yeah. to be at the south pole uh the north pole it doesn't make any sense you can't have a structure there because all it is is ice sheets moving around all the time so there is no permanent structure at the north pole and there never will be because it doesn't make any sense for there to be permanent structures uh the most consistent research of the north pole comes from manned drifting research stations uh, it seems like mostly mostly Russia has these and mm-hmm. they send one out pretty much every year it seems like and they just monitor like the ice and the temperature and sea depth and you know ev- all the things that scientists are looking for
1: shifting as in sitting on ice while the ice floats around or are they boats that just move I bet around? they
0: must be sitting on the ice because once okay. you get up to the North Pole it, it's it's pretty icy. Yeah. <laughs> like it's pretty pretty There's much icy. There's no an flowing
1: ice. water going around.
0: No, and actually interesting you should say that and that can get us into our next section. So that was our science section.
1: Are we done? No. Not I mean yet. with the science? Yeah, we're pre- okay. we're done
0: with the science. Um so that was our science section. Yay. Now we're going to get into our history section which also equals the drama section. Oh wow. So you just asked is there water flowing through? Uh, My quick answer is no. Um, I'll caveat that with like maybe, it's relative, it depends, blah, blah, blah. But the quick answer is no. And the the people of Europe in the 1800s had the same question as you. Because...
1: I've always felt connected to them.
0: <laughs> because if you're living in England, Sweden... Finland, these places. A tiny
1: island off of Greenland. A
0: tiny Klappen or whatever I call it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it would be kind of dope if there were a pass through, right? Because you just like shoot on up over there and oh, you're sure. like, what up, Russia, China, yeah, yeah. everybody, how's it going? And it would be like kind of cool and you could get places really quickly. So they wanted there to be one. They wanted to find a passage going through. They didn't know if there were. So that's when you said, how soon did people know there was no land? Obviously at that point they they knew there was no land because they knew it was just ice, but they didn't know the specifics of it because they were hoping there was like a passage that they could easily access.
1: Yeah, okay, that makes sense, but they could have still not known that there was no land there.
0: That's true. Because
1: a water passage is what you want, even if they know there's a thousand mile long continent, like, that's no help.
0: That's true. So maybe they were a little less informed than I'm giving them credit for.
1: Or maybe they knew, I just don't think that necessarily... You're
0: right, you're right, not mutually exclusive. So the first... Another thing
1: that I can't get a grasp of what that means, I've looked it up (laughs) several times...
0: i usually exclusive. That's correct. It's a Venn diagram that's been split up.
1: That's not helping. Let's okay. continue. <laughs> uh,
0: the first undisputed expedition to reach the North Pole, undisputed, was in what year do you think it was in?
1: 1896.
0: Wrong. Although not too wrong. The first undisputed one was 1926 and it was... That's what I meant. It was Norwegian, and it was an airship. So the first undisputed was actually by air, and they flew over it. Now, there were a bunch of expeditions in the 1800s. Most of them ended in tragedy and disaster. So there there were a bunch of these expeditions, Mm -hmm. and everyone, the lucky ones... Turned around at some point.
1: There's a real. You're reminding me now. There's a really famous expedition that you'll probably I, mention.
0: I don't think that. Well, I don't know what you're okay. talking about. Okay. Um, and then other people got crushed by ice and died. Yikes. Like it's rough. Yeah, it was. Te- I mean, it was terrible. It was a whole series of people who they would go and like I said, oh. Most of them, it seems like, got to a certain point where, like, we can't do this and turned around and came home. And then some of them tried to keep going. And it's just And like, oh, Wait.
1: Are they – they're sailing? That's Yeah. What, okay. Sailing.
0: Um, they're, it's just ice floating around.
1: In the instances where they all died, <laughs> where was there, like, a lone survivor who made it back to
0: – I don't know. Or
1: did they have radio back then in the 20s? I guess they had – Radio communication I, I
0: don't know I don't know how they got this information, but uh-huh. it either way they today. didn't come back no and these expeditions were mostly British some Norwegian Swedish and Italian actually there was an Italian guy who was who had gotten the furthest but still didn't get to the North
1: Pole yeah he's got no business up there
0: I know right it's way too cold for him go eat some pizza um but so I was always under the impression that we knew who was the first person to get to the North Pole. It's actually a story in, or a, he's a, a real person from history, but he's a character in Ragtime. Um, the it's musical. Very, yeah, it's very brief. But uh, it's this guy. You may have heard of him.
1: Henry Ford?
0: No. <laughs> His name is, uh, he's a U.S. Navy admirable. admiral, admiral, <laughs> admiral. <laughs> He was very admirable. Yeah, um, it fits. His name is Robert Perry.
1: I've heard that name. Yes. And
0: Matthew Henson. And they were like a team. And they were the first the to make guy? it to the North Pole. No, different Henson. Actually, so they supposedly got there in 1909. And Matthew Henson was black.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. Wait, and it was just two of them?
0: No. It, well, it was just two of them and then four Inuit men. Okay. Um but it was just, like, a really big, you know, like, that's a really big deal, and it's very cool, and for that time in history, it's, like, you know, a great story. Yeah. Um, however, as I learned today researching this, that now – so it used to be, like, yeah, he made it. That was – he discovered the number Great. The two of them did it. Perfect. Now – that's very contested to the point where it seems like common consensus is no, they didn't. And the reason for it is basically it says that Perry's navigational work got really sloppy when he got to the North Pole. And looking back on the his recordings and all the information, and this is like in the 80s. People are looking at it and they're like... This is not possible, like the distances he's recording and oh, the times okay. he do it like this is not possible for him to have done this, and uh-huh. so we don't think they actually got there
1: the, i How would one know when you reached the true north pole
0: that here's the thing it is so Back hard then, to know obviously even now now, so I was going to get to this at the end, and I know i you know, made you feel better and told you that the science was over. But here's the thing. The science is not over. Hold
1: on. I'm going to reopen the science window. Okay. Thank right. you. Go Great. Uh,
0: this is something that I'm going to say, and I know you were saying you can't comprehend the whole, like, sunrise, sunset situation. I can't get this thing. Um, so we're just going to, like, power through it, but we're going to really latch on to the, the – um, effect of what i'm trying to explain okay so the earth's axis of rotation which is what the north pole depends on as i said before right yes that's what we're talking about when we're talking about the north the north pole uh
1: also known as the north pole
0: (laughs) the north Pole. uh so people used to think which god bless them why i don't know why they wouldn't think this that the axis was fixed it was in like one spot right okay until the 18th century, there's a mathematician who predicted that the axis might wobble, okay. and then around the beginning of the 20th century, astronomers noticed variation in the latitude as determined, like if you're at fixed point Earth and you look at the stars, like there's some variation. So basically, okay. all of this is to say is that the axis of the Earth is is not fixed; it wobbles. It changes, so
1: I don't like this.
0: So the axis, so even like you just said, how do they know when they're there? The North Pole changes. There is something called the instantaneous North Pole. So at any given second, you can say here's the North Pole, Mm -hmm. but you cannot say that in general.
1: Okay, Uh, because it I get what you're saying. Yeah.
0: So 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 this is just like a whole nother layer onto this, I saw that scientists calculate that the pole wobbles about thirty feet over seven years. Oh that's nothing. Okay, but but it's a big deal when you're like trying to say, I'm the one who got here. I'm the one who got like yeah, did you yeah. get there like you don't know where it is. So I guess you don't think it's very big. No, deal, I but, do.
1: I think that's huge news. Um yeah. <laughs> It is. No, it is. I agree. I totally agree. But thirty feet. I mean, did they? Did, did people like stake a claim when they got there? Because it's like, if you made it there,
0: what do you mean stake a claim? Like, like, like literally,
1: like put a stake in the ground and, and be like, I made yeah. it. Yeah, that's okay. what
0: Perry Matthew Henson stuck a American flag in an igloo that the it's built. Oh, wow. And said, "We're here." And then now we look back and it's like, I don't know if you were.
1: Okay, but he they think that he maybe wasn't there just because they look at his records and think it's fraudulent? Or do did, did they think he missed the mark slightly? I
0: don't think... It was, it was complicated, and I feel like it could go either way. I don't think it was 100% fraudulent. Like, they knew they didn't get there, and they said, let's just make it up and say that we did. But I think there was definitely an element of, like we're in over our heads. We're just trying to get by at this point. So like, let's say that we're there now. Okay. So I think it was a combination I yeah, have, as far as that. And again, like I didn't do a huge deep dive sure, into that, I know, but I gotcha. from what I can understand.
1: Um, I have another question. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about the true North pole, which is the point where the earth rotates on its axis. Yeah. Um, so if you picture a globe, those would be the two points where the globe rotates, the two mm-hmm. little pegs that are sticking into the top and the bottom of the yeah, globe. That's, that's a good way so to describe that's it. uh you know, can we say that that is the north and the south pole? Sure. Mm-hmm. But then it, we also said that the north pole is the northernmost part of the globe, but that's not I mean, I guess it's the northernmost part, but it's not the top of the globe, right?
0: Well, when because, the globe Because I mean, we have a right- globe
1: right behind me that you can look at. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Like there
0: when the globe is up and down the way it is at the equinox, then yes. It is the at the
1: equinox, most. yeah. So
0: if the globe is what we consider upright, then yeah, it's the northernmost part. Right, but, but Earth is not upright.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. At
0: different times.
1: But if you're standing on top of the world, literally if you're picturing the Earth uh-huh. as it as it lies in space, and if you're at the top of the world, you're not on the North Pole, right? I'm just Sometimes, trying to understand this.
0: It, the- earth does this it tilts yeah but
1: 30 feet look at the globe i mean
0: no no that that's a different concept that's the axis wobbling
1: okay all right i'm yeah that's fine let's move on
0: (laughs) so you're right at some points it it isn't like the first i guess it, it wouldn't be like the tippy top um but it is the tippy top in reference to the rest of the world
1: right i understand yeah yeah that makes sense um okay
0: All right, cool. Thank you. Um, Also, so there's all this drama where maybe they weren't the ones who got to the North Pole. Now, cut to 2005, a British team set out to recreate their trip. Mm -hmm. And they did do it in time. They, like, you know, used all the records, did it. And apparently, that team, after they did it, first of all, said. We have so much more respect for them now that we've like done this because it was horrible. And second of all, they now believe that he that he did do it because okay. they could do it in that time. And he, but for some reason, the general consensus still seems to be no, he didn't.
1: I wonder why that is. Even after they recreated the trip in the exact, you know, just following his footsteps, and they were like, yeah, that's doable. Yeah, um, yeah that's weird.
0: It is. It's a little bit. So a little bit
1: weird. Uh. What is the general consensus of who got there first?
0: Well, like I dispute that. Like I said, the 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 most undisputed one is in 1926 that air uh, airship that flew over. They're like they're the first people we can say definitively did get did go to the north.
1: Pole. Oh, okay, and they count that even though they weren't on land, they just flew over it.
0: Um. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. Got it. That's fair. I mean, if you're going to somewhere where maybe no one has ever been before.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well that's the point. Yeah. The idea yeah. was like no one had ever been there before.
1: Literally seen it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. And
0: and unlike other things in history where people claim they discover America when actually people are living here for thousands of years no one lives there. Sure. So like it could be very, it, like, very well these were the first people to lay eyes on it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it was a big deal. You know and it no, seems very uninhabitable there. So it's a rough time.
1: I mean, yes and no. Knowing now how warm it actually is in the summer. I mean, Truth. I guess it's beyond deadly in the winter, though.
0: And also, it's less of. I feel like in the summertime, it's less about the cold than just like there's no land. Like, there <laughs> yeah. is no land to step on. It's yeah. just ice and it's moving. And nowadays, it's melting. And like, it's not. How are you supposed to deal?
1: I have a question. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we're saying it's constantly moving. Is it like a, you know, it constantly moves until it gets out of a zone where it's totally frozen and it starts to melt, but then it's regenerating on the opposite side? Or is it kind of floating back and forth and staying in one spot? You know what I'm saying?
0: I know what you're saying. I Because don't otherwise know the like answer. if it just keeps
1: floating in any one direction, it's gonna run into land at some point and we right. would all know that.
0: I don't, um, I don't I wonder know the answer.
1: I, I mean I, I think either is equally as plausible, especially if yeah. the Earth's axis keeps wobbling back and forth. <laughs> it could just be sending it either way.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um so the north okay, so that Can was we get like, to some Santa that stuff? was the end <laughs> of the history business. So okay. now we're gonna to get to some Santa stuff. First of all The North Pole has always been um, a little bit of a mythical place for a lot of people. For a lot of different cultures, mostly because no one's ever been there. And it just seems like if you want to just call something like far, far away in far off land, it's like, great. That's a good spot to point to because no one's ever been there. No one knows what it's like. Mm -hmm. And so you can just kind of say, like, there were uh, Greek myths of, like... uh, I don't you know like superhuman godly beings who lived up there. Um, I mean all kinds of different cultures seem to have just ideas of people or people or things or whatever who who lived up there. So I thought they that acknowledge was interesting. It. Yeah. Um like even uh there's an ancient Iranian tradition with there's like a mysterious mountain at the farthest point on the earth which they thought of as like the north pole. Um, people point to, like, Dante, there's a mountain of purgatory in Dante, you know, Dante's, um... Inferno. Yes, and, uh, and, like, they thought it could be there. So, whatever, my point is, like, it's a, it's a place where people point to as a remote location where no one can really contradict what you're saying. Yeah. (laughs) Because no one's been there. So, it's like, perfect, great, just say that thing is there. So, when would you think that people started thinking and saying that Santa lived in the North Pole.
1: Well, like I said in the, in the intro, it has to have originated at one, like one source
0: mm-hmm.
1: out of the blue, out of someone's imagination, and then that just became the standard. I would imagine that that's, that's exactly how it happened. happened. And I would guess, judging by the way you're introducing it, probably more recently than you would think. I would it was say more reason than I thought. The nineteen No, you're wrong. Uh, no, sorry. <laughs> uh, Okay. I was gonna say like the nineteen thirties.
0: Okay, so it was a little earlier than that. But I I don't know. I never really thought about it. But either. I, I was just trying to picture earlier.
1: like the oldest, I don't know, cartoon or like advertisement that had like the North Pole. You know, That's... and I was thinking maybe then, but That's earlier?
0: exactly what it was. But it just happened to be earlier. So this whole um, the way we understand Santa nowadays, modern Santa, is a real amalgamation of all right. kinds of things. And, uh, you know, there's like a Sinterklaas figure from Nordic traditions who really, when I, the little bit that I saw, like, that's where Santa comes. Like, looking at that guy, I was like, that's Santa. Like, uh-huh. he's wearing red. He has a big beard. Like, that was Santa. Um, but then obviously, we also have Saint Nicholas who, did not look like santa but he gave gifts and you mean like
1: the actual saint nicholas the man yeah mm -hmm. named like the the catholic saint yes exactly
0: he was known for giving gifts and he was from turkey so nowhere near the north pole but so so santa is a combination of these but i heard my
1: man crushed cookies
0: (laughs) yeah maybe he did so so we have all these like Folklore and interesting tales coming together. Uh, There was a poem. Oh, what was the title of it? I forget what it was called. It's the Night Before Christmas, you know, poem. It has a different name, but that's what it was. So we did know that from that poem that Santa travels via reindeer. So we're aware of that. So we know he has to have access to reindeer somehow. Mm -hmm. Uh, So based on that and what other other fancy creative thoughts this guy had a, an american illustrator named thomas nast uh did a cartoon in 1866 he published a drawing called santa claus and his works in harper's weekly and in the image there are the words that, and it looks like it's showing you the location of where this is happening. Uh-huh. It says Santa Clausville, N.P. And at that time, like I said before, in the 1800s is when all these expeditions were going to ch- to try and get to the North Pole. Right. Failing. Um, and so it was kind of like a hot topic Mm -hmm. of the time it was like this mysterious place but people were aware of it they wanted to get there but no one could so it was something that was like in the general consciousness but no one understood it and no one, again, kind of like I said before, no one could say what is or isn't happening there. Yeah, that's the only no plausible
1: explanation there. on Earth for where this mythical guy might actually live.
0: Right. And, like, no one could be like, he doesn't live there. Because it's like, what do you know? Have you been there? And it's like, no. And so what can you say? Do you so- think
1: uh, <laughs> uh, Matthew Perry and his assistant, or what was that guy's name?
0: They hadn't even been there yet, though. I know,
1: but do you think when they got, oh, when, when they, they were getting they close, they were like...
0: depressed? Like, but when they were, we're close, like, you. do you think
1: Santa's, like, what if Santa's actually there? That'd be, that'd I, be awesome. I bet
0: they were. I really bet they were. Um, and then also, Santa is associated with snow already at this time, Christmas mm-hmm. time. It's snowy. So you need reindeer. You need isolated location with where no one's bothering you or getting up in your business. And you need snow. It's a perfect place. The North Pole. So, so basically, truly, it's like you said, right after that guy did this cartoon, and I'm sure he did, like, several after, mm-hmm. but that seems to be the first one. Um, and he was also the first person to really capture Santa's appearance, as we know it today. Oh, really? Like, being real fit, real... I feel bad at calling him fat, but he is being real fat and jolly and his big beard and everything, yeah.
1: I had always heard that the um, image of Santa Claus that is like, you know, what everyone thinks of was created by Coca-Cola in like the early 1900s in an ad campaign. That must just not be true, because if this guy was doing it in the 1600s, that's before Coke existed.
0: perfect Or, you know, fine-tuned it or something? Yeah, maybe
1: they added little embellishments that persist now but um oh wow so that guy not only originated the north pole he also pretty much gave us like our yeah sort of modern image of into Santa yeah or at least the American idea of Santa Claus
0: yeah I wonder if
1: because you've been to that exhibit in Pittsburgh at uh, PPG place where they have all of the international Santas oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I wonder if um if those still exist in other countries or if it's become they do Okay cool I they don't hope have they do. to
0: conform to Well
1: that's, I don't want them to
0: yeah what do they care? It's just I only think? know
1: the one Santa so I wondered if he was worldwide.
0: No, I think it's really cool. Santa like changes his look depending on where he's at. Oh there you go. yeah So that's that is pretty much it. Like I said, this was a little weird one because there wasn't like a ton of info in any one spot. Um, I think
1: you put out a ton of info. All right, don't sell cool. yourself short
0: we we got a good idea we got a good overview of the north pole i feel like we should call this like the north pole oh man the north pole colon and why santa lives there except a colon would not be grammatically correct in that stance
1: okay well you work on the grammar but i think that's okay. a fine idea
0: okay cool um cool. You feel like you got a, an okay overview? Yes,
1: this is, was exactly what I was hoping for.
0: All right, great. Truly. Cool. Now I'm glad we can all have a clearer picture in our head when we're thinking about where Santa is, where he's building the toys, how they're doing it, and why he chose that location.
1: Yes. Um I do want to visit the North Pole. I do want to visit Santa's workshop because we established that is there, right? Yeah,
0: but here's the thing. It's very difficult to get there, so it's not just like you can hop on over and do it. No,
1: no, no. I understand. I'm not saying it's going to be soon, but maybe in my lifetime.
0: Okay. Maybe we'll take an airship. That seems like the best route.
1: Okay. Deal. We'll hop on the Norwegian Airlines.
0: (laughs) Perfect. Sounds good. Thanks for listening.
1: Follow us on Instagram at 30 Minute Expert Podcast, where you can see cool photos of all the things we talked about today.
0: And send us suggestions for future episodes.
1: Also, if you are a real life expert on one of the topics we covered, write to us and let us know what we missed.
0: You can email us at 30 Minute Expert Podcast. That's 30 Minute Expert Podcast at gmail.com. If it's something especially interesting, maybe we'll read it on the show.
1: If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe.
0: And if you're really enjoying it, write a review.
1: Thanks so much for listening.
0: We really appreciate it.
1: Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.